Hello everybody, how's it going? Welcome back to the As Always podcast, episode 160. I'm one of your hosts, James, and I'm joined as always by Tyler. As always, how's it going, my friend? It's going well. How you doing? I'm doing well, happy to be here. Nice uh, brisk Saturday morning, 7am, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's exciting, love love that. Um, got a bit of a headache, got a coffee though. Oh, got, no. a, got, a McDon- got a McDonald's coffee, just drove down the road to, to get that because I don't have any milk in the house. Um, okay. Well, I actually don't have any coffee in the house. That's really the problem. So um, do, you, do you have milk? Or- I don't have milk. I don't, don't have, have milk. milk, and you don't. Well, have I'm, ne- I'm never, I never make coffee at home. I always buy it, but I drink long blacks. But I just like a dash of milk in it. So, like, if I ever buy milk, I waste it so hard because I'll make a few coffees at home, and I use the smallest amount of milk, and then I just end up throwing the fu- most of it away anyway. So I'm like, uh, I just feel like it's a waste to even buy milk. Because what else do I use milk for? You know, yeah, I don't I'd- know. What do you use milk for? I feel like my milk just goes. I don't know what I use it on, but I do use it. Yeah, but you're, you, I would use it if I was at home working like you were in the sense of I drink way more coffees at home and tea But I home. don't drink coffee or tea, Do you drink really. tea? No. What? Only, what only if I, if, I usually have Do you tea bake? Is, cold, there, is there any baking that goes on in the house? Because I feel like that's another thing milk is used for. Baking? Oh, sometimes, but not so regularly. Oh, but cereal. Using- like, Elva has a lot of cereal. So oh, maybe that's okay. where the milk goes. Yeah, I don't drink. I don't drink. I don't eat cereal. <laughs> don't drink cereal. This is, well, I mean, it's just sugar. I mean, I'd say 99% yeah, of yeah. cereals yeah. are just sugar. Um, and when I look back at my childhood and the sh- and big sugar was out there um, trying to kill kids, um, <laughs> and that we know now. But to think that, like, these cereals that, like, even as a kid I thought that was a healthy cereal, it's fucking mm-hmm. not. No, it's not. It's not. It's you not. know? It's it's ridiculous how fucking full of sugar these cereals are. And I look yeah, back now, and I only food. recently was like googling cereals. I was having this conversation at, at work, and we were talking about cereal, and I was like, "Fuck!" I used to love this particular cereal called Fruity Bites, and it was like an oat-based cereal with like this fruity center, mm-hmm. uh, like like a raspberry center and like at the time i was like oh this is healthy because it's fruit and oats right but it's fucking just sugar dude and carbs <laughs> it's carbs yeah. and sugar and just full cream milk it's just mm-hmm. yeah it's not it's just not on i can't you can't eat that now you can, not i barely eat breakfast as it is let alone you're pumping sugar that much sugar into me in the yeah, morning it's I, just not gonna I happen not i'll be fucked breakfast. for the day at all, you, I I never yeah. did as a kid. I don't I don't remember the last time I ate breakfast. To be honest with you, I'll eat um, breakfast on a weekend, occasionally, um, but it'll be like you know to have s- some nice eggs on toast or something like that. Or mm-hmm. you know I'm out somewhere for for breakfast. That's the only time. Like when I'm working, I just pump coffee you know into the earth and then I mate like. Only if I know, like, the only time I'll eat in the morning now is if I know I've got, like, multiple training sessions that day. Like, if I'm training in the morning before work and then I go, like, two sessions at night, mm. I'll be like, I need to eat more that day. So I'll, like, buy a fucking ham cheese tomato croissant, smash that, and then have have a big lunch, you know? That makes sense. That That's how I do it. That's mm-hmm. how I do it personally. But again, um, I think I think I stopped eating breakfast because I felt lied to buy a big cereal. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Well, that's understandable. You felt and they've been tr- and they've been trying to 
uh, cause uh, heart problems in kids for generations now. Bad guys. Mm. But, like, I went down a cereal aisle recently and I did notice that nothing's changed. Like, it's all the same cereals. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's because they're losing money? Or do you think it's because... If it ain't broken, don't fix it. Like, do you think people still eat cereal? Oh, I think I don't know still anyone. Eat cereal, yeah. I don't know anyone that still eats. Everyone cereal. Everyone I know is eat cereal. I find that so weird. But then again, I feel like, and this is maybe a generalization, and maybe it's just because the people I'm surrounded by in my life in Australia don't eat it and are quite like active and healthy. But mm-hmm. I feel like in a lot of countries, and I feel like the UK is one of them. Not a lot of knowledge. Of good eating and health, I just well, no, personally people feel are just that way. Dying left, right, center here. That's uh, what we do best. Um, like people aren't going out for runs; they're staying in while it rains. Um, See, so yeah, I thought about this because I thought about I'm going over to the US. I'm going over to the UK later this year, and mm. I was thinking about like I'll be training when I'm over there. And I'll obviously go for runs and I'll hit up some MMA gyms and stuff. Uh, But what I was thinking was, I'm like, is that a normal thing people do? Because we have a guy from, at the moment, like a fighter from Spain who's training at our gym at the moment. And great, Mm -hmm. great fucking fighter. He's awesome. Uh, But he was telling me, he was like, dude, I love it here. Like, I went for a run one morning. Like, he's like at 5.30. He's like, in Spain... Everyone drinks, so no one's up at that time. Like, I'll go for runs in the morning, and people will either be asleep, and if anyone's up, they're drunk from the night before. <laughs> and he goes, like, I'm in Australia. I'm, I go out for a run at 5.30 in the morning, and there's so many people out running, walking their dogs, riding their bike. Like, he's like, what the... F-? He's like, I don't get it. I'm like, dude, this is the country full of just... Especially in Brizzy, but major cities, but... This is an active country. This is a country that is obsessed with sport always. Like, super active culture. And don't get me wrong, I feel like it's a very it's a very juxtaposing culture where if they're not active, they're fucking obese. Like, we, don't, we have plenty of obese people here. We really do. But I feel like you're either obese or you're very fit. There's not a lot of in-between people in Australia. But definitely, mm-hmm. like, oh, something I like about it is we definitely have an active culture. Like, yesterday was, it's Good Friday. I was up 7 in the morning, went for a big bike ride in the city with one of my mates. And uh, just so many people out, at least walking, but active. And I just love it. And I, that was when I was thinking about it. I'm like, I don't think that's normal everywhere else. Maybe um, it's because of the weather. Maybe people just love being out. Oh, and it's doing definitely stuff the weather. And... It's definitely the weather. It's beautiful. Whereas here, it's all disgusting. The time. Like if you yeah. want to go out, like you, you're walking through mud. It's no good. You don't. It's yeah. No, it's de- no. It's definitely a climate. It has to be attributed to it. it has mm. to be attributed to it. But that's with anywhere, right? Like here, it's just especially Brisbane doesn't get that cold in the winter. I'll still go to the beach in winter. That's how, like, nice and warm it is. I also go to the beach because the, the, the sun's out. It's beautiful weather. It's warm enough. <laughs> like, the ocean would be cool, but it's it, it you're it's the beach, so it's fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, people definitely are more active because of the climate, 100%. Yeah. And it's nice to be outside. You want to be outside. You don't want to be stuck inside. Yeah, it makes sense. Whereas, yeah, I get it. If it's just abysmally cold and you go out and it's, yeah... You, you feel it hurting your bones. That's how cold it is. And <laughs> yeah. 
grass yeah. on a on a field is just like sludge from mm-hmm. it being frozen over overnight and yeah mm-hmm. i do understand that too definitely yeah. a factor definitely a factor so you're half the people are out here running the other half are eating cereal that's what's happening here in australia <laughs> um and I, I i do like to think the cereal's the core reason for obesity um Cereal's just in the world lame. in general i would think so yeah, no, i think good. we know that we don't like cereal here at as always no we don't but do you know what we do like it as always (laughs) what do we like (laughs) we like the people that make this show happen the producers over patreon.com forward slash as always so if you like what you're listening to here and you want to hear see more head over to patreon.com forward slash as always for just a dollar a month you get exclusive access to the best podcast on the internet that's the clubhouse podcast there's over 100 and nearly 40 episodes for you to stream it's brilliant I've had some good stories the last it couple is. of weeks. We've had some great topics the last couple of weeks. So go check it out uh, right now. Simply $1 a month. Or if you do a year subscription, it's 10% off. Get a 10% Amazing. discount. So, so potentially could do that. Thanks, everyone, for their support. It means the absolute world to us. Uh, but we've got to thank our producers at the $25 tier and above. They make this show happen. We literally wouldn't be here without them. So thank you to Ollie the Superior, Ollie, Damien the Not-So-Orange Gnome, Ferentino, Flash Paradox, Franco, Jesper Olsen, King Richard III, Olbrick, Ryan Hafer, Viridian, and Ballsack47. Thanks to Sweet Ventures Lads for helping power this podcast. Um, James, moving on from Serial, uh, mm-hmm. I feel like it's this is a natural conversation uh, progression. The big news that we have to sit here and discuss today, the yes. big news that I've been dying to talk about, we brushed over it on Clubhouse because like, we can't talk about this on this fucking show. Is, yeah, no. Uh, of course, I like. I can't believe we're about to talk about this, James. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we're about to talk about this. Um, the <clears throat> Thor: Love and Thunder trailer is still not out, um, and <laughs> it's not. What's What's so funny? Why well, it's not? It's not. This it's, is a true fact. Yeah, it's not out, and and I'm concerned. And when I said like I can't believe we're talking about this, is that mm-hmm. I can't believe it's not out yet. No, um, no, man. I, I'm with you on that. I don't know what Kevin Feige is thinking. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> no, me neither. I was just we wondering. Need to, uh, we, need to, we need to sort this out, I think. I was just wondering what your... What your... Th- what, you want to know my thoughts on this? Yeah, I do want to know your out. thoughts on this. I can't even spit it out because I'm so angry. <laughs> yeah, it. that makes a lot of sense. I'm angry yeah. too. Yeah. Furious. I yeah, love it's, Thor. It's ruined, it's ruined my whole fucking week. <laughs> I love Thor. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> I just want the trailer. I <laughs> know, man, I know. I know what it's like. We've all been through it. I just want the trailer. I'm crying because we're not getting the trailer. Oh god. Oh god. Yeah, no, I'm I'm upset. So there's no Thor Love and Thunder trailer. What are your thoughts there? What's going um, on? When, when do you think we're getting it? The movie comes out in July, James. Does it really? It comes out in July. Yeah. We're we're in April now. We're in a, there's three, it's less than 3 months away. Mm. It's less than 3 I months. I think away. we're going to get it when Doctor Strange's out. So do you think it's somehow related? 
because I feel like they're totally unrelated. Uh, no, I don't think it's. Re- I think they're just going to use it to like promote. I think they. I think they're going to start using their movies to promote the next movie. Like how when Spider Man, like one of the post credit scenes for Spider Man was Doctor Strange. I feel they'll do. But that made sense because he was Strangers. in the movie and the subject matter was a part of this. <laughs> yeah, movie. but I think I think they're going to do it anyway. I just think that's what they're going to do. They're going to like keep leapfrogging from movie to movie and use it to advertise the next one. But they did the Miss Marvel trailer like right before Moon Knight started. Yeah, but well, the TV shows make sense don't count. Okay, that's a well, different. That, that's I a don't... different marketing strategy entirely. Well, I understand it's a different marketing strategy entirely, but I feel like I, d- I don't understand why they're actually that different. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I don't know why. I'm just saying I think that's what they're doing. I just hmm. think they'll. I don't think they're going to advertise Thor until Doctor Strange is out. That's really fucking weird. Yeah, I mean, really I could weird. be, I could, I could be completely wrong. In which case, I think... it re- it releases any time between now and Doctor Strange, but there's no like clear date. It could be any day. I don't know. That's true. Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm why. upset. I'm upset by it. Um, yeah, you should, you should be, you should be hurt. You should feel. No. Yeah. I feel betrayed. Yeah. I feel hurt. As as betrayed by the Thor Love and Thunder trailer not being out as you are by Serial. Well, I mean, I dealt with that years ago, my betrayal of Serial, but certainly I was angry about Serial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's understandable. I have a but question. I yeah, sure. Uh, this is completely unrelated, but I've just been scrolling through the SoundCloud for Four Pillars podcast, and they've yeah. all got similar views, except yeah. for episode 16 that has nearly 4,000 listens. Yeah. And why? On SoundCloud. Yeah. Um, what was the episode about? Um, George listens to what? Gamescom happened. No way home trailer and more. Hang on, let me have a look. It's just a normal episode. It's completely normal. It's got way more listens than our Valhalla spoiler cast. Dude, what's crazy? I was just on the Tynamite show <laughs> on the SoundCloud. <laughs> on just the SoundCloud for it, and most of them have like a few hundred listens, which is like, oh, that's kind of cool for the Tynamite show. But like the John Mayer episode has like nearly like it has six hundred and sixty-six SoundCloud listens. I'm like, they let people nice. love John Mayer. I mean, it makes sense on SoundCloud that yeah. like something with John it Mayer in the title because it is a music platform. Um, yeah. so I guess that sort of makes sense. That is that is funny. Why does this have so many listens? I don't. I have no idea. It's just a normal episode. That is because you can sort of tell, like with the as always one, they have pretty consistent views on SoundCloud. They're getting each one's getting a thousand listens, like at least on SoundCloud. And then you have like Maddie's on. We get three thousand listens. Um, Random subjects can blow up. Our No Way Home spoiler cast had 3,000 listens. Hmm. Uh, random side quests, 2,000 listens. Um, the Hogwarts sense. Legacy controversy, that had 2,000. That was a huge listen, listener. Um, that last episode of As Always podcast had a massive uh, viewership on SoundCloud. Um, it's just interesting. I never check SoundCloud. I never add like value it. But I'm like, man, we get a, just as much um, listens as anywhere else. Yeah, I just wanted to have a look now because I wanted to see what Four Pillars Podcast was doing. And they're all, like, about the same. Like, it's, well, some of them are, like, the normal amount is, like, anywhere between, like, 400 to 800 for you, like, listens is around yeah, which where they're sitting. not a lot compared to As Always. No, but then there's this one episode, episode 16, that's on 3,700, and I just can't figure out why. That is, let me have a look. 
I have no clue. Like, uh, episode one, the Valhalla spoiler cast, that's on 939 listens. So. I thought there was some with... Even our more recent one got a lot of listens, though. On Four Pillars. Yeah. When you compare it to just the one before. Oh, yeah, yeah, it did, yeah. Just, you know what I mean, in terms of recency. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot of people that listen on SoundCloud to, to... I mean, it's a newer show, granted. Yeah, that is weird. Just episode 16, George listens to what? Yeah, just a lot No Way Home, listens. bro. I think it's No Way Home. I think it's No Way Home. That many, though? I, really? Oh, yeah, I do. I think... Well, once it catches a bit of traction, it just sort of can spiral from there, surely. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Does, I mean, does, does, like... Do people just, like, go onto SoundCloud and listen to random podcasts? Surely it's all our own audience, right? It's not like random people just coming across it. No, the, well, it's definitely not our own audience that's made up 4,000 listeners on SoundCloud randomly. No, I that's not, so, yeah. That can't be our listeners. But who's browsing SoundCloud? I don't know, mate. Do the, do the Spotify listens also add to the SoundCloud listens or not? I it's don't. directly through. I don't know. I don't know. Answer that can you question. Even, can you even check the SoundCloud uh, the Spotify I, stats? I've tried. I know you can't with Apple, or you couldn't in Apple Podcasts when we like started doing it. But that was also like five, six. It well, just gave no, it's almost like, eight years ago. It's it gave you like a ago, vague so. comparison, didn't it? It was like like a graph that would show mm. you like a vague thing. Super vague. Super vague. Yeah, super vague. It might. I don't think it does. But it's not. Oh, a, I don't know. I've never been able yeah. to log into it. I don't think. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. That was to tell you. Don't yeah. Well, that you. there you anyway. go. Well, there's that. Interesting. We love tangent. analytics. We love. We love. We listens. do. It has um, been a while since we've done those. It is. Oh man, I was just. I just caught myself looking at, at my camera in the OBS, and I was like, man, I look terrible in the morning. Like I look like fucking like. You know, you wake up and I'm like, oh man, my face is so bloated. I just feel like shit. Yeah, well, it, you know, it did be like that. Yeah. That's, at least yeah. you're like, you're relatable. People can, people look at you, they're like, oh, I look like that in the morning as well. Me yeah. and Tyler are the same. You just look puffy and gross. Yeah, I feel that's how I look. Gross. That's how I look every time we record a podcast because it's always the morning for me. And yeah, I just I feel roll hung- out of bed. I feel hungover and I'm not drinking at the moment <laughs> so i'm like i don't know why that is um it's probably just absolute lack of sleep anyway doesn't matter no one gives a shit tyler let's talk about the nah, real topics let's no actually yeah let's <laughs> let's actually get in to the big topic of today um mm-hmm. that obviously the listeners are here for it's in the title very excited about it elon musk has <laughs> Um, put in yeah. a bid to buy Twitter. James, what are your thoughts, you know, feelings there? Somebody asked me this on stream today. Yeah, and did they? Yeah. I was about to form a take, and then I realised that I don't care. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, and you I should have, care. I no you should care. Twitter could become a much better space, I believe, with Elon Musk at the helm. Really. In a dude that way? doesn't give a fuck. I don't know. I mean, it could become infinitely worse and more full of... Tr- it might become like Reddit. Like, Twitter's just become oh, Reddit. But I feel God, like... Could you imagine that? Yeah. It's already bad enough. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Do you think Elon himself can improve Twitter.com, though? Uh, is there a potential for it? 
Yeah, I do think so. I think so. What do you think they need to change? Well, I mean, I don't like these new, like, the spaces and shit they're trying to, like, push. It feels like, you know when they threw out, like, Twitter stories, whatever they're called, fleets? Oh, yeah. Oh, fleets, I miss them. That that lasted a whole, like, part of ten seconds. Mm -hmm. Like, that was abysmal. Yeah, now they've got communities. Yes, which I don't... Which I feel like is just, like, even more on the nose of, like, let's create your own uh, Twitter echo chamber. I, I, I think the whole algorithm thing of, like, things you like or, or people... You, like, I'll like something once now on Twitter, and then now that's all I fucking see. I'm like, it was just one thing I liked about it. And now it's all I fucking see on my feed. Mm. It's just that same yeah. person, that same topic. I'm like, can we just, like, not? You know? Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I, I also really don't like that the homepage is by default organized into like top tweets rather than latest tweets. Like I want my yeah. timeline to be a timeline. Yes. Not to be, well, it's not oh, a timeline. This one got likes. Yeah. It's, you can't yeah, really like call it. it a timeline, right? Mm. That's how. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. It's not really a timeline, is it? If it's just top tweets. No, it's not a timeline at all. Um, yeah. But I think no matter how Twitter changes, I'm at this point going to use it exactly the same, which is completely blocking out everyone I don't care about because it's the worst website on the planet. See, Um, I still love it. I really love Twitter. I hate it so much. Yeah. And I hate people having direct access to me and showing up in my mentions and like... Just being bitches. I fucking hate it. Just go away. Yeah. yeah. Like, like they it. need to touch grass. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. They do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. See, I spend all my time now on MMA Twitter. That's mm. where my Twitter is only MMA now. And the MMA Twitter is hilarious because they're all very much like the video game uh, community. Sort of retarded. Um, <laughs> it's like Eddie but can like, be. Yeah, but there's just something funnier about the MMA community because I just feel like they're a bit more clever. Mm. Like, because they all they all know they're trolls, they all know they're fucking idiots, and they just really lean into it, and it makes it way more entertaining, way sure. more entertaining. Whereas, like people, like the video game community are retarded, and they don't know they're retarded. That's like, true. They th- they think they're really smart and clever, and it's just a bit embarrassing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Whereas I thoroughly enjoy MMA Twitter because 50% of it are trolls that know the trolls. The other 50% are full of just the worst human beings all time. But they're just, you sort of just laugh at them because they're that bad of humans. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's sort of people that like violence and watch it for violence. And it's like, yeah, well, true. that's probably not why you should. Yeah. You know? But anyway. Oh, that's Yeah. Love it. What's your favorite social media then? My favorite social media yeah uh what counts as a social media um, i feel like there's something sort of transcend it like you know a discord does that count as a social media i was about media? to say i was about to say you'd love discord Is yeah i love it i love it um <laughs> do i <laughs> <laughs> love it love it oh, um ooh, yep um I don't know. Instagram, maybe? It's so, like, yeah. passive. I'm, d- 
I'm definitely off of the social medias. Like, Twitter, I check a lot and read shit. I'm really minimally on Instagram anymore, and I don't use anything else but those two. Like, yeah. I I don't have... Like, I don't... Facebook, I don't have Facebook on my phone. I, I haven't had Facebook, the app, or Snapchat on my phone for year, probably four years now. Yeah. Like, and um, now I've just deleted the Discord app off my phone. I'm like, well, I don't need that. Uh, and I'm just checking less and less things and it's made me check Twitter and Instagram less and less. And I'm like, wow, mm. I actually really enjoy my life a lot more yeah, with way, way less social media. With way less social media. I definitely feel like I'm spending a lot more time with myself while I'm actually alone and it's mm. actually healthy. Yeah. Which yeah. is nice. It which is, is nice. nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, the less social media, the better. And I think, like, for me... I mean, I don't use Instagram much. I haven't used Snapchat in years. I don't go on Facebook. Obviously, I don't use Discord anymore, um, except for, for, like, you know, things, I don't know, like groups or, like, when I stream 14 or whatever. But um, Twitter is the only one I actually use consistently, and I hate it, and I literally have my mentions turned so I can't see any mentions from unless I'm following someone. Because I just want to, like, if I want to interact with someone, it's going to be someone that I know. I don't really want to interact with random people I don't know, because most of the time, they're awful people. So That's a I terrible way to it. look at the world, James. It's the worst. And well, you're I, not open to new people. It's like, oh, if I don't know you, fuck you. Yeah, well, no. I mean, <laughs> I mean obviously, like, That's... you know, in real life, or if I'm in the same space, I guess it's just, like, th- these, you know, random fucking Twitter people that are just, like not real people um is you know it's like i don't need you to tell me like what to do which is what people like to do and it's yeah. fucking annoying um so i'd rather just block them off from me and but, but i'll like i'll see what people are saying like if i post a tweet i'll check back in like a few hours and i'll just click on it and read through the replies but it just means i don't have them directly in my mentions like if i go into mentions i know it's going to be only people that i give a shit about which is just you know it's just nicer. Yeah. No. And, um, that makes sense. That makes sense. <clears throat> um, okay. I think probably the joke's gone on um, long enough, wouldn't you say, James? Yep. Yeah. We should probably get into the, 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 um, I don't know, the maybe biggest news all time in the history of this podcast. Biggest news all time, would you say? Sure. I mean, would you? I mean, I don't know. Would you say that? Where Maybe, would you rank this in terms of the news? I don't. Uh, let's say it is. Yeah, this is the biggest piece of news of all time. The biggest piece of news in my life and your life as well, <laughs> and my life as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it is, especially with what we talk about regularly, like on this show. Like we're mm-hmm. a video, like as always, but overall, like, obviously we talk movies and TV shows, but video games is the main thing. So I feel like mm-hmm. that then elevates it, and this is particularly one I feel like you have an affinity with um, as well. Okay, so it means a lot. Um, that the biggest video game movie opening weekend all time happened with Sonic <laughs> Movie Two, and I don't like that. I don't yeah. necessarily like that, but it no, is I actually big... am with you. This actually is probably the biggest piece of information, <laughs> like news, in my life. Yeah, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yes. 
I'm I'm with you on that assumption. Um, yeah. Yeah, and and that's no. when you look at the the list of like video game movies and how they've done at the box office, they don't usually do too well. Video game they movies don't. and success aren't usually used in the same sentence. Not but, at all. But then you look at Sonic Two, and here we have, and bef- and also Sonic One was number one with fifty eight million in its opening weekend, and now Sonic Two has seventy one million, and number three mm-hmm. is Detective Pikachu, which has really only made money because of Ryan Reynolds, not because it's a Pokemon movie. Then you got Tomb True. Raider, and then Uncharted. Like, do you know what I love about it? Prince of Persia's in the top ten, and Assassin's Creed's not. That makes me very happy. <laughs> that is good. I like that. It makes me very happy. Um, but Sonic Two, how do you feel? Knowing that the top two highest grossing video game movies of all time are Sonic movies. I'm so fucking happy about that. That's that's yeah. the greatest thing. I mean, Sonic, you know, is one of the original video games. When you look at, like, what kickstarted the home console, like, you know, I guess, era of video games. You know, back in the early 90s, you got Mario and you got Sonic with Nintendo and Sega. So I think it's very fitting. We have Mario and Sonic. The... It's you don't have Mario and Sonic. That, that, we, know. that we know. We know I that. I can't do this again. <laughs> James, we've been doing it for eight years. We're still yeah, doing it. Very yeah. true. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, they were the two titans of video games. It makes sense to me that Sonic has got is 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 at the top, and obviously Mario's got a movie coming out uh, soon with Chris Pratt as the voice. Will it beat <laughs> Sonic? Who knows. Let's find out. I think it'll be beat Sonic 1. I don't think it's going to beat Sonic 2. Yeah, I think probably. Yeah. I think probably. Because, I mean, you know, it's a big name. So I think that alone name. will probably be out of elevate a bit more. Because Sonic's not as big as Sonic was in the 90s. It's, you know... There's a bit of a resurgence here, I think, given how mm. well the movies are doing. But not as big as it was. And I think Mario probably still is. So... Yeah. Um, we'll see, but it'll be a nice, it'll be g- cool to see that competition again between, you know, Nintendo and Sega, like the good old days from before I was born. But so, on screen. But on screen, and then they could do a crossover film where you have the Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. It'll be amazing. I can't wait. Mm. It'll be the yeah. first movie to ever sell a trillion tickets. A trillion tickets, you say? Uh, I'm fairly confident. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A trillion tickets goes to mm-hmm. yeah the Sonic Mario movie crossover. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Nothing but sense. Um, nothing but sense. Nothing but sense. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. I literally have nothing else to. I have talk a topic about for you, actually. Over. Yeah. Do you? Tell, tell me a topic. Wait, did I bring this up on the last podcast? The the post credit scene for Morbius. Have we spoken about um, that before? Um, yeah, haven't we? Have we? I don't know. I can't remember whether it was the we. The whether we talked about this before. Have you seen it? Or well, not the movie? But have you seen the post credit scene? No, no. Why would I do no. that to myself? Well, well, the post credit scene. I know it had. I heard it had. Um, Michael Keaton in it. It did, yeah. Michael yeah. Keaton flies down, the vulture flies down in the middle of a field to come see Morbius, and the like. The dialogue is him saying, I don't know how I got to this world, but I think it has something to do with Spider-Man, 
let's team up and we can kill him or something like that. Um, Do you think they're trying to set up The Amazing Spider-Man 3? Because we know maybe it's the same Venom universe. We know that can't be Toby's universe. We know it's not Tom's universe. So it's either a new Spider-Man or it's Andrew Garfield's universe. I think maybe... I think they're leaving it open because I think they probably want to talk to Andrew Garfield, but I think they're going to go forward with this no matter what they do, and they're obviously I setting think, up a sinister I six. I think Andrew should tell him to go fuck himself. I think he should too, um, yeah. because there's no way he should let himself be in a shit film again. Yeah, no, um, he's literally just in... He was just in the best Spider-Man film of all time and was yeah. the standout in the movie. Leave it there. Leave it with yeah. everyone thinking yeah. you're the best and wanting more. Leave them yeah, wanting more. Yeah. Don't actually give them more because that'll ruin everything it always does because people always are like, no, we want more. Oh my God, they're begging. It becomes this big social media thing and then we get it and everyone's like, well, that was shit. And I'm like, yeah. at what point can we just enjoy something for what it is and move the fuck on from it? Yeah, it's, it's weird because people like, I feel wanting more is a good thing, but don't actually ever give us more because what happens is you get people on social media that are like, oh my God, that was so good. I really want to see it again. Like, I want to see more of it. And then when these studios give in and they give more, they just give more and more and more until it's just completely ruined the thing in the first place. And it's like, what was the point in any of that? You could have left it where it was like absolutely incredible and we'll remember it for the rest of our lives as being something fantastic. But if you keep giving us more and more and more, it's just going to sour the whole thing. There's just no need. I don't need it. It, it it wouldn't be good anyway. I mean, Morbius was a fucking failure. Um, apparently, I haven't seen it, but, you know, you can imagine. <laughs> yeah, I can. I just saw... I'm sorry. I was just on Twitter. <laughs> and I've literally seen the the worst thing I've ever seen. Oh, God. Um, hang on, I'll... I'll <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I'm going to send you the, the link to this tweet. It's just the worst thing i've ever seen it's a mcu edit okay (laughs) it's like a fan fiction edit why is this on my timeline it's a what it's let's have a look it's become it's become a bit of a thing wanda and peter parker edits like they've somehow become the most popularized like why has elizabeth olsen become the most popular actress all time on twitter she just has like a cult fan following after wandavision she does. People love her. Yeah. Okay. People so are going to be says... so mad when she's the villain in Doctor Strange. People are going to oh, lose their minds. Oh, they are. They're going to be. I mean, she's one hundred percent the villain of Doctor if these, Strange. If these MCU Twitter stands were upset when with Endgame because Tony Stark dies, they're going to oh, be dude. so upset when Wanda's the villain. And she's going to be like really evil, and they're going to be like, "She's the hero. She's the hero. She's the impressed woman." <laughs> and it's like, "Ah, oh, she's going to kill innocent people, and you guys are going to defend it because you're insane and you're un- you're unhinged. You're unhinged. They are unhinged. Twitter, MCU you- <laughs> Twitter stands are fucking unhinged. Like you need to actually like. I think if I ever saw a like a Twitter MCU stand, I'd be like, "You've never seen the sun in your life. Like you've never seen it." Yeah, for sure. You you, you would you would literally dissolve in the sun <laughs> like the thanos oh, snap you just fade away into dust it's concerning the way some of yeah. these people think like they can't think in terms of it being like a piece of creative media they think of it in terms of like it's real and they're like i can't believe they killed tony stark like i 
Like, can they not, like, understand that, like, someone wrote this and it's a piece of writing and it works well because it, it, it makes you feel things? Like, that, it makes it a good thing. Like, it, I just, I don't know. It's crazy yeah. to me. These yeah. people have, right. have, you see, have you seen this edit? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it. I'm going to read it. So, oh okay, God. so we've got, we've got Peter so and Wanda and they're, like, in his school gym or whatever. Um, so we've got Peter says, you know what's beautiful? Say the first word again. And then Wanda says the first word. And then Peter says, yeah, say it. And then Wanda says it. And then Peter says, OMG, Wanda, I'm just trying to be cute. And then Wanda says, sorry, dear, but you're already cute. Why? <laughs> Who made it's like, this? Th- like seeing it and reading, it, I was like, "This." <sighs> it hurt my soul. It's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. Oh, I hate. Oh, I hate it. It's like the pictures that go along with it as well. Like I just yeah, hate I that they've like, like they've picked these. Oh, oh god, I hate it! Like they had to go through Dude, and pick the right the frames from films. Is, like, look oh. at the top reply. The person who posted posted the top reply. Oh it's god, it's another just one. Just as bad. It's just as bad. <sighs> oh, it's another one. Here we go. Peter goes. What's your name? Wanda says Mary. Peter says, and your last name? Wanda says me. Peter says, marry me. Wanda says, yes, I would love to. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> why Ooh. oh i hate it i'm saving oh. them so we can make sure josh has them unless you've already done that this uh, my favorites when people use edits and they're not even from the mcu movies like they're, oh. <laughs> they're just the actors from other movies <laughs> there's so many bad ones oh, here there's so many bad ones here it's, it's so unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. How did I... Jamie Burns retweeted it. That's how I saw it. <laughs> oh, wow, I was, yeah, of course. That's amazing. I was, I was like, how did I see that on my timeline? <laughs> yeah. Oh. And not that he's like a fan of it because the person posted, <laughs> we live in a society where this edit exists and it's like pointing out how, how retarded the edit is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway. Um, what was your what was the topic you brought up? Were you like I have a topic? Morbius. Oh yeah, Morbius. Yeah, I, I mean, I assume they they they're wanting to push for an Amazing Spider-Man three. Yeah, they've clearly said for Sinister Six. Literally, like the quote, like it's the worst fucking dialogue I've ever heard. Like it's like it's written by a child. Like Michael Keaton is standing there and he's like, "Oh, I don't know how I got here, but I think it has something to do with Spider-Man. Do you want to team up? I know some guys. Like we can do, we can make a team. And like that's it. That's the scene." And Morbius is like, yeah, let's do it. Let's make a team. Uh, yeah, Morbius is in the top four lowest rated and uh, Marvel movies of all time. Man, number one being Fan Four Stick at nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and I think Morbius is like fourteen percent. Makes me wow. so happy. Makes me yeah. so happy that, that yeah. Jared Leto's in a terrible movie because I oh my God. don't like I f- Jared Leto. I fucking hate the fucking... Like, when you go on Rotten Tomatoes and you look at, like, the audience score for things, it's always so fucking skewed. Like, 
it's the critic review is 16% because it's a shit film but the audience review is 70% like who is watching this and loving it well it's because the only people that watched the movie and we know that by the box office numbers and money it made the only people that watched it are people that love Jared Leto because he has a cult following. He does have he that. Does, There's no, no true, two ways yeah. about it. There's no two ways about it. He does have a cult following. And those are the people that saw it. Like, I've seen Morbius Twitter. I've snuck into Morbius Twitter at one point. Um, it's sort oh. of an accident. Someone put a tweet going, like, seeing Morbius for the second time, so excited. And then this, like, most of the replies are obviously like, what the fuck are you doing that for? But then you keep going down. There's people like, oh, my God, yeah, I've seen it three times. I loved it. And then, like, there's, like, a Morbius Discord and, like, Jared Leto showed up to a screening for the people from the Discord. And I'm like, this this is just weird. This is just so bizarre. I tell you what I do like about Morbius, though, is the amount of memes. There's, like, this whole group of people that have just, like, memed on the movie as if it's, like, the greatest movie of all time. And I really yeah. do like it. I like this particular edit where you've got Morbius badly photoshopped onto the list of highest grossing films and morbius is number one um oh i do like that 350 too. trillion dollars yeah i like that too yeah yeah, like yeah. i've that. seen some of those i like those those are funny That's those good. are funny memes yeah for sure for sure yeah look morbius obviously terrible movie i would rather you know what i'm gonna say it i would rather watch zach schneider's justice league then watch oh, Morbius. I would too. I think I would too, yeah. I, you know what? I'm on Eddie and Shep's team for this one. I th- would rather watch any of the DC EU movies than watch Morbius. <clears throat> any yeah, of them? I think yeah, I would I'll too. say any of them. Any of them. Sure. I'd watch any of them. I don't even know what any of them consists of, but I would watch any of them no, over he, this. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. I think I would say any of them, top of my head. Would you rather watch Shazam than Morbius? Yeah, definitely. Well, I heard Shazam was okay. I yeah, I heard was it was okay too, but I kind of feel like I don't like... Because it will just... Because I feel like it's one of those movies where like, yeah, it's probably all right, but I I don't want to watch something that's probably all right, you know? I feel like yeah. it'd, be watching the, it'd be like watching The Eternals again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But where you're going to watch like, a lot of things in your life that are just sort of all right. That will happen. Yeah, that true. will happen to you. But I feel like that Morbius will just... It'll at least be like funny. Because, like, of the memes. Like, I can see Jared Leto as Morbius and, like, it'll be a bit funny. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't really... Yeah, I, I don't... I don't think... I'm not like that. I don't think I can watch movies for the meme. I, don't, I can't do it. No, well, I mean, I wouldn't want to. The only one we've done is when we watched the Assassin's Creed movie drunk, but that oh, was for content. That was so funny. But that was for the meme. That was for the meme. Yeah, that was good. Um... That was good. That was a great time. That that that, that was funny. That was funny to be fair. Um, yeah, no, no, no to Morbius. What what would I'm trying to think of? What's the worst movie I would would I rather watch Morbius? Is there a movie I'd rather watch? The is there is there a movie that Morbius that would make me watch Morbius? I'd I'd watch Morbius because you'd rather watch Morbius. Yeah, I'm struggling to think um, of one. I'm trying to think of like bad films. I mean, like, honestly, like, obviously, that Zack Snyder's Justice League is, like, I mean, that's, I would say it's better than Batman vs. Superman, right? What do you think? I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I've not if you seen... you had to, like... I guess. haven't seen a scene from either of those films. 
All uh, right. Well, I mean, I've tried. To I've watch seen like I was, I've seen Superman. maybe shot. I've seen shots, sections of scenes, like because I I know how like I know how bad the CGI in these films are, like worse all time. I, um, because I, I think because you've obviously got like Batman vs Superman, then you've got the extended cut. What about Batman vs Superman the extended cut? Would you rather watch Morbius? No, I'd rather watch Batman vs Superman the extended cut because I at least like Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill. As actors, yeah, true. Like that's yeah, true. Uh, that's uh, just for that reason alone. I'm like, I at least I respect Henry Cavill. I respect Ben Affleck. Yeah, as true. as I actors, would, I would even watch though them I'd, on my screen, it would be you know visually. Yeah, pleasing. whereas whereas like you're making me watch an actor I actually despise in a film I despise. I can't do it. I just it, yeah, it, I just I can't do it. I'm trying to think of. I'm just trying to. Uh, yeah, I can't think of a. Um, I can't think of a movie. X Men: Dark Phoenix. I'll, I'll take X Men. Is Hugh Jackman in that one? No, he's no. not. No. Uh. Absolutely not. It's all about Sophie Turner. I don't like nor dislike Sophie Turner. No, me me neither. But she's not very good in the X Men. No. No, I'll take X Men. I'll take X Men, and I don't really like X Men. I'm not an X Men guy. Never bit really been a fan of the X Men movies. I like a couple of those movies. I like the first X Men movie. I liked Logan. That's Logan about it. That's about it. Those two. Uh, Days of Future Past. I remember being pretty alright. What That's about? Right? What about? Fast and Furious 9. Okay, that's a great one. That's a great... I was about to say, there's not a lot of movies I despise more than the Fast and Furious films because they are yeah, worse films. Specifically 9. It's the worst blockbuster franchise ever made, I that's would untrue. say. That's untrue. Um, I'd go as far as to say that. I'd say that's pretty obvious. Um, I'd rather watch the DCEU than watch the Fast and Furious franchise because it's just so awful. That's um, That's... And it's full of unfair. it's full of a bunch of losers like Vin Diesel, <laughs> bunch Ooh. of fucking beaters. Okay, okay. So would, I so like would Paul Walker. To be watch... fair, R.I.P. I always liked Paul Walker. Paul but Walker was Vin a great Diesel's guy. a fucking beater. He's a fucking bitch. Well, so would you rather watch Morbius or Fast and Furious Nine? <laughs> That's actually a hard one. Who's yeah. in? Do we have a? Is the Fast Furious not the newest one that just came out? Uh, yeah, I think so. Is cast? Let's have a look. Who's in it? We've got Tyrese Gibson's in it. I don't like Tyrese. Is what? Oh, uh, no, I don't mind. He's oh, also no, Tyrese, in Morbius. No. He's in I, Morbius I, as well. I don't. I don't, Tyrese is one I don't like. Ludacris is okay. I don't like Tyrese. I like <laughs> John Cena. John Cena is such a weird like to like. I don't know. Doesn't he play Vin know. Diesel's brother? Like he does that... play Vin Diesel's That's brother. So funny. Yeah, so funny. they gave him a, they gave him a tan, like they spray tanned him, like Did they really? so that he looks more like Vin Diesel. Yeah, um, which is <laughs> great. Um, I like John Cena a lot. I grew up with John Cena. Um, you grew up with him. He was in your neighborhood. Well, I grew up with like as a pro wrestling fan and John Cena you was grew you know, up as a pro wrestler that's impressive a fa- I said fan I specifically <laughs> said fan <laughs> I very specifically said fan look ju- like just for the respect for John Cena Jason Statham's in it there's no rock that's a bit disappointing 
The Rock's not um, in it. Wow. Which I don't really care because I can go with or without The Rock in a movie. Love The Rock, the character from pro wrestling, um, but in movies, it's a hit or miss. Hit or miss. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Fast and Furious Nine. And I fucking hate Fast and Furious, but I'll go with Fast and Furious Nine and have a oh Morbius. My God. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. let me think. Let me think. Let me think. This let me is think. that's. I don't know where we can go from there. Like, is um, there? A, it may be the. It might. It might be the worst movie for me of all time in the sense of I would never watch it. What there's about, no movie that I would watch it before. What about Transformers: The Last Night? Oh, that's bad. <laughs> Who's in that? I don't know. Fucking Mark Wahlberg is in it. Oh, like I him. love Mark. I love Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I love Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Marky Marks, dude. One hundred percent. I don't need anyone else in it. Um, Damn it! I should have picked Tarudo, one without Mark Wahlberg. T- um, Tuturo's in it. Tuturo. Tyrese Gibson's also in it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> Tyrese Gibson is he the worst actor all time? I would. I think he might. Be. I only know him from Fast and Furious. I don't know what else he's been in. John Goodman's in it, dude. That's a cast and a half. Stanley Tucci's in it. Yeah, definitely Transformers last night. Just on the cast alone, Anthony I've Hopkins never is seen in it. it. Anthony Hopkins. What are we doing? What a great cast. Other than I might, Tyrese I might see this film now. You know, I might have to uh, give it a watch. Oh, it's it's got less of a percent on Rotten Tomatoes though. It's fifteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I still choose Transformers. The last night, let's. I've got the trailer on. Man, this CGI is awful. This came out in twenty seventeen. This is some of the worst CGI. That's it's worse than the fir- earlier movies. There's yeah, like the a first te- movie had sick CGI. I think it holds up. Yeah, whereas this movie is like there's it. like a T Rex Transformer. And Mark Wahlberg's like yelling at it. The CGI's awful in this. Yeah. It's, um... Why did they get rid of Shia LaBeouf in Transformers again? Um... Because I remember... they not want to do them anymore? Yeah, because I didn't mind the earlier Transformers. Just don't watch them I all like... together. Yeah, you watch them separately. Oh, well, because, like, that's what... I, I would watch them once, and then you'd wait years, you'd watch the next movie, and be like, oh, they were, they were all really good. And then you realise their stories totally contradict each other, and you don't realise that unless you watch them all at once. Yeah. Uh, Man, this does okay. look bad, this Transformers movie. Apparently, Shia LaBeouf didn't return because he felt that Sam Witwicky's story was over after... Um, that's a man... Film. That's a man that knows when to end it. Yeah, he knew. Yeah. Love Shia LaBeouf. Man, Next, this movie well, we, looks. B- B- this movie well. looks awful. I will say that this movie looks really bad. This Transformers movie. Man, I'm. This is fighting for the position of may watch before Morbius. To be honest, this looks really, really, really bad. Mm-hmm. That's good. What's I? It might be solely on which is the shorter movie. Mm. Like which is like the what has the less runtime. Transformers run is longer. What is the runtime? It made $600 million still. That's insane. Okay, so it's 2 hours 34 minutes. That's so long, dude. That's Morbius so is long. only an hour and 48. So it's almost an hour shorter. <sighs> Morbius would be over in just, you know, an hour 48. You could go, you could get a McFlurry. Yeah, um, you know what? 
we're found it. I I would I'd watch Morbius before I'd watch Transformers: The Last Night because that <laughs> that trailer might have been the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Perfect. Like, and it's purely like I'd equally put them as bad just from what I've seen, but I've just purely on runtime forty five minutes less is Morbius. That's a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna pick. Uh, that's the movie. Transformers: The Last Night is the last movie I would ever watch. Amazing. Confirmed. This is a great random topic. Yeah, this was fun. I like it. What would you rather watch than Morbius? (laughs) (laughs) Films that Tyler would rather watch Morbius than. Yeah. um, So far, we've only got uh, Transformers. I I think there is only one. I don't think you could think of another one. I'm trying to think of one, and I can't think of one like a bad franchises it's be like yeah like just some one of those you know the one that's like well known but is like you know we all know it's sh- I don't, what about like fuck it a movie like i don't know i don't know i'm just looking at like pictures of bad films like bad movie posters um no, I, don't, I don't know worst worst movies of all time despicable me three List of films considered the worst on Wikipedia. Oh, these are all like... Oh, we're going 19... Oh, they're in like decade order. Let's go down to the bottom. To the more up-to-date list. Fucking hell. Um, Cats 2019. Oh, yeah. That's a movie. I'd watch Cats for Morbius. Um... I don't know most of these movies. Green Lantern. What about that movie? Uh, Ryan Reynolds. You, you, you're oh, out yeah, 100%. True. I love Ryan Reynolds. I'd, I'd have, the movie's bad, obviously, but I'd definitely watch that. Jack and Jill starring Adam Sandler. I'd watch, still watch that before I'd watch... <laughs> I'd still watch that. I'd watch the last Airbender live-action movie before I'd watch Morbius. Oh, my God. And that's oh. an awful, awful movie. I would definitely watch Morbius before I watch that again. Would ya? Yeah. Easily, I wouldn't. Um. Yeah. Anyway, that's that. That's yeah. How we'd, well, yeah. there you go. There you go. There you go. Okay, James. Kingdom Hearts Four. I've said it. We're here. Yeah. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts. This is the one. This is the topic. We're here for. We're really meant to talk about. I've never like. Why have I been... I don't know why I did what I did. I thought I'd do it once as a joke and then it just kept going and we've now been going almost an hour and we have not talked about it. It was um, fun. I like. it. But this is the main topic of the day, last topic of the day, because we've really just been making shit up before it. Um, mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts 4 has been announced. That it has. We've got a trailer. We do. We've got a trailer for a bunch of things at the Kingdom Hearts 20th anniversary. Yeah, James. Well, talk more me through let's this. Let's talk okay. about Dark Road. Um, well, talk me through all of it. Talk me through all of it. Because um, I haven't played any of Dark Road or any of the mobile games. I will mm-hmm. not play any of Dark Road or any of the handheld games. Um, talk me through the 20th anniversary announcement. What we saw. What your thoughts are in general. Well, um, 
in terms of Dark Road, obviously, I'm. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I want to see where they take the story, how they wrap that up and tie it into. What's it? A, what's it about? What are we tackling well, in Dark Road? Dark Road Xehanort? is about. Uh, it's the origins of Xehanort, so where he came from, how he got from living on Destiny Islands to being a Keyblade Master, and then falling to the darkness. How he met the Master of Masters, his um, like uh, conflict with Ericus, all of that stuff. Um, it's sort of tied up in in dark road and they've they've because uh, they cancelled the game so they could move on to other things but they're doing one final like big update to to round everything off rather than drawing it out which is great so that's good um so that's going to be wrapped up in dark road and that'll be fun i'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it it's not something where i'm like super excited for it, it dark road was never as good as union cross it was always just like yeah i'm interested to see what they do with the or story but like I can find out at any time. Like, I'm not, I'm, you know, it's whatever. I'm not super excited or anything. Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes and how it, uh, you know, seeing what they do there. Um, so that'll be fun. Um, but the other mobile game that we got announced was Missing Link, which is a sequel to Union Cross. It takes place after the ending of Union Cross um, in the old, ancient version of Scarlet Agkylum, which is what we see right at the very end of Union Cross's ending. Um, and it's basically set during that period. We don't know a lot about it, but I believe based on the trailer, it's going to actually link the ending of Union Cross to, you know, the the world that we see in modern Kingdom Hearts, like, you know, Birth by Sleep and whatnot. Um, and so this Scarlet is set between Union Cross and between modern Kingdom Hearts? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, it's it's essentially, like, Missing Link because it's the Missing Link between Union Cross and Dark Road. So, between the ancient Keyblade War and the era of fairy tales and Skylarag Kylum when they were training Keyblade Masters like Ericus and Xehanort when they were kids. So, um, yeah. <clears throat> it seems like that's the story we're going to be following. We're going to find out more about Brain, who's a major character in Union Cross, who ended up in Scala at the end of that. Um, also, um, Sigurd is a major character that was in at the end of Union Cross. Um, um, who? Sigurd, you know? From Norse mythology. Okay, I'm going to leave yeah. now. Thank you for yeah. the podcast. Yeah. Well, well, that's, that's, we're in the Norse arc now of Kingdom Hearts. Um, I never want to hear a Norse name again. <laughs> well, then don't ever touch Dark Road because they're all Norse. The Odin is the master Keyblade wielder in Scarlet. Is he? Is he actually? He is. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he my actually God. is. I never even thought about it until right now. Um, but that is that. Um, but um, Sigurd, who's the character that greets Brain when he wakes in Scarlet at the end of Union Cross, is the narrator for the Missing Link trailer, but also he's also the narrator for the KH4 trailer as well. So for whatever reason, Sigurd is narrating both. Um, so it seems like he's going to be more of a major character that we'll find out more of as things go on, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, and that's all cool, and I'm looking forward to the mobile stuff because I was really into Union Cross, and I can play with you know Jamie and Jazz, and we can just sort of have a laugh. It's good fun. Yeah. Um, but obviously, the big, most important thing was the big announcement for Kingdom Hearts Four, in which we get a yeah. look at you know it running on Unreal with these you know new visuals that represent Quadratum. Now that Sora's there, we get to see what's going on. We get a look at Strelitzia. Um, get to see a little bit of like gameplay there. Some of the similarities to Versus Thirteen um and obviously a little look at donald and goofy as well showing that you know the classic kh art style is still there 
they're not you know changing everything it's just because of the world that he's in um and and namora said the quadratum yeah. here is a different quadratum from the world that never was i'm sorry yeah it's not the same but that's not even what are you talking about sorry the city what's the city they're in Quadratum. Quadratum's the world. No, Quadratum's the world. Quadratum's the, si- the name of the city. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. No, no, no. Okay, yeah, so Namora said that the so Quadratum seems to be based around different parts of. We've only seen um, Shibuya and that's Shibuya, Shinjuku because you've got yeah. So you got Shibuya and Shinjuku, which are two different wards of Tokyo. Um, and he was saying that the. Um, the Shibuya that we see in the KH4 trailer, or that is part of Quadratum, isn't the same Shibuya from another Square Enix game, The World Ends With You, which is what people oh, the world are speculating. What's the world that never was? Oh, the world ends with you, yeah. Because the, 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 you know the World Ends With You characters... Why am I even here? Why the fuck am I even here? The World Ends With You characters were in Dream Drop Distance, and people were like, oh, well, yeah. maybe Sora's going to meet up with them, but Nomura's just confirming, no, it's, just, it's a different version of Shibuya. It's not the same from that game. It's, it's Kingdom Hearts' it's separate own one. Um, he's not crossing okay. over the games or whatever, um, which is, yeah. So that's that. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot going on in this trailer. It's it's yeah. so many things, and like everything sort of comes together, and like it's it's very very interesting. Um, because obviously, like we see Quadratum for the first time. I mean, we see Quadratum a few times throughout KH three, like in the Verum Rex trailer, in the Remind Secret Ending. Um, in the secret ending of KH3, when Riku's like going, you see Riku's dreams of Quadratum and everything. Yeah. Um, and then obviously we're seeing this different Quadratum, different like look at Quadratum now in KH4, um, with Sora waking up there, and it looks very much reminiscent of just the real world, um, which leads a lot of people to believe um, there's a theory that there's two different versions of Quadratum. There's like the dream version which is the version that we've only seen so far. And then there's actual Quadratum, which is what we're seeing in the KH4 trailer. And there might be some sort of, like, mirroring and two different sort of dimensions of the same city that, like, sort of reflect each other, um, which could be a topic of, like, part of the story or whatever, but we don't really know. Yeah. Um, So far. What did you think of the trailer as Um, Tyler? I mean, I was just, like, stunned that it was happening more than anything mm-hmm. else. Um, I was at, uh, I was away over the weekend when it got released and I was at, uh, a bar with my friends mm-hmm. and Josh, our editor of the show, I just see a message pop up on my phone going, Tyler, Kingdom Hearts 4 just got announced. And I was like, what? So I just jumped straight onto Twitter and just watched the this trailer and was like what this can't be real this can't be happening like no fucking way it was crazy no fucking way and then seeing obviously it looked like the same engine and style and everything as final fantasy 7 remake and seeing sora in that light and being like okay this is where they're going with this they're going we talked about it for the last year plus that we knew they were sort of going to go in this crazy direction with it. Mm. And it looks like we were right. You know, like this. Obviously what I liked 
about it at the end was they still tease Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're like, don't worry, like, we're going crazy, but it's still going to be Kingdom Hearts. You know, you yeah. see Donald and Goofy, and then Hades is there at the end. Yeah, yeah, they're obviously in Olympus. Um, yeah, which is, like, that's that's wild. I was hoping, like, because I watched your reaction to it, and I knew you'd get it, but I was hoping you'd get it in your reaction. Yeah, I like, just wait, didn't know. Was I was that? like, wait, what's going on? Like, my who brain was, that? was I'm like, fried. I'm like, oh, fuck, he didn't know. Because it's hard yeah. to tell because it's obviously in Japanese. But... Mm. It still sort of sounded like the character, even though it yeah, was in, yeah, yeah. like the inflections and stuff, and obviously the red to blue flame type, or the blue to red flame, I should say, mm. type thing. Um, yeah. So, Olympus, of course, Olympus has to be in Kingdom Hearts Four because it's in every fucking Kingdom Hearts exactly. game. Exactly, the more fucking um, loves Olympus, he just loves it, loves it, and I, I hope they bring Phil back, but don't have him say a line at all. <laughs> um. Still makes you so angry. That oh, made me no. furious. I'm like, don't have him. Because he's the most yes. talkative character ever. So if he's in a room and he doesn't say anything, it's not... It's, it's weird. It's weird. It's so jarring. So yeah, jarring. Um, but yeah, no, I loved it. I thought just seeing, you know, a bit of that gameplay and the, the art style and it feeling like they're going full... Um, Final Fantasy, but also diving deep into the direction we saw them going in after um, Kingdom Hearts 3 and with Remind and go deeper and exploring this of like the consequences to Sora died. You know what I mean? There's consequences yeah. to that. Like, yeah. don't just have him like, oh, he's, and he's back. It's like, no, we're, we're, him dying doesn't have to be, okay, he's died. It's actually, we're going to now explore this whole other side of things of what happens after you die within this universe, which isn't just, oh, you die and that's it. It's, mm-hmm. you've, you've, you go to this world then what does that mean yeah, yeah. Um, i really like the whole concept of quadratum and this unreality and like you know when sora dies he ends up in this world that's just void of disney's magic like there none of that exists here like he's just in the real world like, well, i quite like that sort of symbolism i think it's quite fun um for kingdom hearts because their real world is you know full of magic and full of light and like it's all this like you know it's all cartoony and fun and shit but once sora dies he just ends up in fucking normal tokyo where there's no magic you know everyone's wearing fucking suits and drinking coffee and going to their job or whatever and it's just this sort of like nice little juxtaposition i think it's quite interesting and it's going to be fun to see how they explore that who do we think the character is that uh knocks on his door in the trailer that's Streletsia. Who the fuck is that? Yeah, well... She's Why are the characters... She... I don't know. I've played all the games. <laughs> Why are the fucking characters... I love that? Kingdom Hearts so much. <laughs> it's um, so annoying. I've played <laughs> all the side other than, like, the mobile I love game. it. It's amazing. It's so Str- fucking annoying. So, Like, how Streletsia... do I not know this person? Streletsia is Lorium's brother... Uh, sister. And Lorium is Marluxia's <laughs> somebody. He lived in the time He's of Malusha somebody, okay. Yes, yeah. And Streletsia is his sister. She was one And do of we know that from Union Cross? Is that Union Cross? Yes, it's in Union Cross, yeah. She was yeah. killed by um by Darkness, that's this entity that exists in that period of time. Um and she died, but obviously now she's shown up in Quadratum, so she's ended up in the same place Sora does, which she like describes as an afterworld, so um, it's interesting that, like, even, like, so you don't even have to use the power of waking to end up there. It's just literally is like death just takes you there. So that's quite interesting. 
and is that so a major role are we thinking that's where yuzora is too like yuzora's a character that's um dead essentially i don't know because i i think i think yuzora comes from quadratum but i think i think because he only speaks to sora in the version of quadratum that we see in the kh remind secret ending and i think that's the dream version of quadratum where yuzora has this access to magic and this technology and like he's able to fight sora but then you see him wake up and he wakes up in what's probably the real world where he doesn't have any magic and he's not special and then you obviously he says like the line that sora says from kh1 like i've been having these weird thoughts lately like is any of this for real or not um, yeah, dude, that's so, so fucking weird. I do think Yazora lives in Quadratum, but I think the version of Yazora we've seen is not like the actual Yazora from from Quadratum. I think it's like the dream version or whatever. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> only in Kingdom Hearts would we be talking about it like this. Um, yeah. No, that makes sense to me, though. That makes sense. Yeah. I do think okay. there's a lot more to this than what we've seen i think that they'll probably delve into and i think there's probably a lot more depth and you know more sides to it and whatnot um but i suppose we'll find out do we think there's we're going in between disney worlds as per usual i don't know you know i i mean they said in the little like press release that i got and obviously everyone got but um in the email from square enix that said it described Quadratum as a large, sprawling city that's larger than anything we've seen before in Kingdom Hearts. And it almost sounds like open world. Like, I don't want to jump the gun and say that's what they're doing. No way. No way. But when I read that, I was like, that's an interesting way of phrasing it because it almost does sound like Quadratum is... Maybe Quadratum is a large hub space from which you launch into other areas but yeah, that makes sense. it's interesting that they talked about it in that way. I mean, we see, like, there's been obviously some speculation and people pick, picking up things in the trailers. We see the little forest area, and there's a shot where in the corner you see a little metal um, thing, and it looks very, very similar to the foot of an ATST from Star Wars. Um, no fucking way. Interesting. Um, but it looks very similar. Like, I can't... I can't really even argue against it. I'm like, that does just Hang look on. like an ATS. I haven't seen spot. that. Let me find you the link. Um, because no it looks... I mean, it makes sense that Star Wars... They did Pirates of the Caribbean really well in Kingdom Hearts 3. <clears throat> they did. Compared I, I did to how they, they butchered it. it in Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah. Uh, let me try to find it. Find this, this link and I'll show you it. It's, uh, it's interesting. I'll tell you what, I don't want to see Marvel kill me. <laughs> I don't want to see that. I feel like how would you do Marvel in Kingdom Hearts? I feel like it's a bit more difficult than Star Wars. Yeah. Here we go. Let me send you this on Skype. Um, a lightsaber keyblade is kind of fucking cool. Um. Okay, let's have a look. There you go. Have a look at that. There ain't no fucking way. It looks very similar. Oh, dude, that does. It's got, like, the same markings and, like, the same little, like, like, beveled bits Re- on it and stuff. What? I know. It's weird. 
And let me check the trailer. I don't even watch the trailer for this. It's weird. I'm like, how could that be anything else? Yeah, no, you're right. I don't know how it could be anything else either. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Well, the trailer. I'm trying to watch the Kingdom Hearts 4 trailer, but the trailer for The Northman only in cinemas April 21 is before it because I love Norse stuff. <laughs> oh, I love Norse stuff. So excited. So, okay. So, bef- we should also mention before the ki- at the start of the Kingdom Hearts 4 trailer, the line, The Lost Master Arc. Mm. Which is, I up. guess, what they're calling so is this. Sora, is Sora the Lost Master? Is that what they're referring to? I mean, to? it's possible. It's possible they're referring to Sora as the Lost Master, the Master of Masters as the Lost Master. Maybe the one the one foreteller that never showed up in the, the KH3 secret ending is a Lost Master. They don't know where they've gone. It's, it's possible like it could refer to any of them. Um, Dude, it really looks like... Um, oh, hang on. Am I wrong in saying... I'm just looking at... I haven't really spent a lot of time breaking this down at all. But I'm mm. just looking at... Um, let me send you that this picture. Are those symbols, like, familiar to you? That are on that? Like, there's, like, a pillar, and it looks like... Similar symbols to, like, nobody's symbols and things like that. I'm oh, yeah, they to... are, like, like, some symbols on there. That is interesting, actually. I assume that's not actually there in Tokyo, no, yeah. right? Like, yeah. you'd think. And then, so what do we think this is? This doesn't this big shadow that comes up, the classic big shadow man from Kingdom Hearts, new design looks cool. Is it heartless, or do you think it's darkness? I, I mean, I mean, it's difficult to say. I mean, whether that is a just a dark side heartless that we've seen time and time again in a realistic form, which it very well could be. Um, but it also looks to me like I think I think what we're seeing in the trailer is the first time that darkness ever reached Quadratum. I think it's the first time that that's ever happened, because we learned in like Union Cross that the Master knows about Quadratum, the Master of Masters, but darkness, the entity, doesn't actually know that it exists. So this could be the very first time ever that darkness has entered this world and i think it could have found its way through because Sora's there because he's a keyblade wielder like you know leon says in kh1 like the heartless can find Sora because they're tracking him through his keyblade so it could be that darkness yeah. has found its way into this world finally because Sora's there and obviously they can track him so and then it's like manifesting in what really does look like it resembles a dark side heartless like from you know the start of kh1 that we're familiar with yeah. Now, in the Star Wars, because they show a bit of that, like, obviously, forest landscape, this is Return of the Jedi. It right? looks like Endor. It yeah. looks like this, it very well could be Endor. It has to be. Like, because if you're going to pick a period to do a Kingdom uh, Star Wars world, you'd have to be Return of the Jedi, because you'd want it to be Luke, Khan, and Leia. You don't want to yeah. have... Um, yeah. Yeah, that's Return of the Jedi, dude. That's definitely no, it, Endor. It looks like Endor. It looks like an ATSD for I cannot see it being anything else. Yeah. Um, in which case, it looks like this game could be an opportunity that maybe they get to explore unconventional Disney properties such as Star Wars, in which we could see them go and do, you know, yeah, some other stuff like that, potentially. Yeah. The heart resides within the soul, which in turn is guided by fate to its rightful place. The choice is yours once more, is the lines that, are, that come up right before Sora is... Um sort of shown and we see once again as well 
um, that like sort of chess type board where there's like, yeah. we saw at the end... Um, KH3, yeah. Yeah, but at the end of Remind... Was it Remind or was it the end of KH3 when like... It was the end they of KH3, play a, yeah. They, they play they're like, game, yeah. let's play a new game, but it's only got one light yeah it's yes yeah, it's, it's this it's so the we're referring to sora and the one light yeah which is sora there alone in the center of the board which is quite pretty representative of where he is now in quadratum sort of on his it, own yeah what do we think of his design where it's like straight out of, you could pop him in a final fantasy 7 remake with oh, the boys i love it i think it's so cool it's grown on me it's definitely grown on me you see his feet that's weird that is weird. Super weird. You've got this um, random woman that somehow I don't know, even though I played every Kingdom Hearts game. Thank you so much. <laughs> so annoying. I, it annoys me so much. Like, how I much time it. do I need to dedicate to this fucking franchise and there's still these characters like, oh, they're important. I'm like, how do I not know the fuck they are? Oh, it's if amazing. If this was I mean, like good- Assassin's Creed, I'd be so angry at it because it's Kingdom the- Hearts. I'm like, it's fine. I- it can do it. It's no problem. <laughs> I think the good thing about it, though, is that Sora has no idea who Streletzia is, so he's going to have to learn. So if you've yeah, not played true. these side games, you know, you don't have to know, because Sora doesn't know. So it's not like Sora knows and you don't know, so I'm sure the game will explain itself. But that's like saying, like, yeah, I know, I feel like you could still compare it and be like, this is bullshit. I mean, you definitely um, can. Like, I, like, it's perfectly reasonable to think it's bullshit. Uh, because in any other game franchise, I would 100% be saying that. But in Kingdom Hearts, I just love it. I love it yeah, so much. Yeah, I know. It's so ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, Sora looks cool. Do we think this is where we finally see... Because, obviously, Kingdom Hearts 2, one of the major story points um, for fans was Cloud Sephiroth's battle. And they disappeared. My theory is they're in here because they both died in their fight. And they're still fighting here. Yeah, see, I did think that originally, but now when you look at this trailer and it looks like this world has never had any of that magical stuff, I'm now thinking I'm not even sure about that now. I feel like that might not be the case. However, it depends, because obviously they've said Quadratum is the name of the city. Now, if Unreality functions the same as Reality does in Kingdom Hearts, in which radiant garden is like you know imagine radiant garden is the equivalent to a quadratum in reality you've obviously got in reality you've got you know the realm of light the realm of darkness the realm of dreams then in and and like a world within that reality is uh, radiant garden quadratum it's definitely a heartless shadow by the way it has the heart in the middle of it that's open chest yeah that makes yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah yeah, sorry i just sorry about that yeah continue um but then you've got, so like, in Unreality is an entire separate opposite reality. Quadratum could very well be a world within that that has yet to be connected to the other worlds that exist. And you never know, you could have, like, if we do visit Endor, for example, that could be a world within that, you know? And it just took Sora getting there and the um, the Heartless and the Darkness seeping into this reality to have those worlds be connected because you felt like you know the first time destiny islands is connected to the rest of the worlds is when it falls to darkness it could be a similar situation where you know quadratum is a world and it gets connected to the other worlds and maybe you do get to visit you know midgar or whatever else from yeah you know, final fantasy square enix maybe endor is a world so maybe there's maybe unreality functions in a similar way to reality where quadratum is a world just like radiant garden or destiny islands and there's other worlds out there too that get connected because sora's shown up so I think there's a possibility for that. But I don't think Sephiroth and Cloud are in Quadratum itself because it just doesn't resemble what I would think 
yeah work for it yeah and it, it, they've what's what do they say in the trailer if you do leave this world behind don't expect to return to the one from which you came yeah yeah and that's a point so it's like if sora leaves quadratum sure he can leave the world but he cannot get back to radiant garden destiny islands twilight town because he's in a completely different reality yeah. um and i think that would then lead the way to for you to have like a bunch of different worlds that exist in this reality that's completely yeah. separate from from the one we're familiar with yeah that isn't the fairy tale worlds mm-hmm. it's yeah the other disney properties and and other square enix properties and we see like two cloaked figures the the classic kingdom hearts you know cloaks of fucking evil um mm-hmm. master of masters do you think he's here I would say so. I would say one of them is definitely the Master of Masters. The other one, Lushu, maybe, potentially. Maybe. Because, I mean... Um, Oh, well, I mean, Lushu's in the end of Kingdom Hearts 3. He is, yeah. So I would say... I would say probably. I'd say it's probably the Master of Masters and Lushu. But the Seven Darknesses here as well. That's what we've got to remember. Yeah, which, I I mean, I would assume the Seven Darknesses, or I guess the Seven Black Pieces on the board would probably... uh, I don't know. I guess guess originally, I guess we thought it was, like, the Foretellers, because there's seven of them, including the Master of Masters and Lushu. It would make up seven. But then maybe it's Darkness itself from Union Cross, because there was, like, several entities of Darkness, and there were only a few left over. So it could be that as well. I don't really know. Yeah, it's hard to say. It is hard, hard to say. Very hard to say. It's interesting. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, the logo. What do we think of the new design for the Kingdom Hearts 4 logo? Uh, it's definitely grown on me. I didn't like it it's at first. It's grown on me too. Yeah, no. I when I first saw it, I was like, oh, I don't know about that. But I'm looking at it now and I'm like, that looks cool. I like, I like, like the this four. new era. Yeah, I like the 4. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Like, it's close enough. It's a bit more serious. Yeah, right? like, I quite looks... like that. I'm like, this is a new era. We're in a new new era of Kingdom Hearts now, a new phase. It's quite cool to see they've switched up, yeah. but it still retains, you know, similarity. Still got the heart in the background, still got the crown above the logo and stuff. Like, yeah, it's still Kingdom Hearts. Now, like it's that. got... We see um, Donald Goofy. They're obviously looking for Sora. Um... They're in Olympus or in the underworld. Why are they there? I wonder where he is. So they're looking for someone. I don't know, but I sure hope he can help. I guess they're looking for Hades, right? I guess they're in the underworld. They're thinking, well, you know, God of the underworld, Lord of the dead. Uh, Yeah. Sora's dead. Maybe Hades can help us. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So maybe they get Hades to help out. Maybe Hades is like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Or maybe Hades does know something about it being the Lord of the Dead. Maybe he has an understanding of the unreality. Maybe he knows about it um, to an extent. And maybe he can give him some information. Who knows? Yeah, that sort of makes sense, hey? That sort of makes sense. That's hectic, man. That is fucking hectic. Yeah, I... hmm. So obviously seeing Disney Worlds then, because we're going to follow things that Donald and Goofy do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to be seeing do, some other do, stuff as Do well. Donald and Goofy end up companioning you in Kingdom Hearts 4 throughout the main portion of the game, yes or no? Early like, do they end up in Quadratum with you? I don't know. Yeah, for the most majority of the game, uh, Donald and Goofy with Sora. I want to say I don't want to ever see them step foot in Quadratum, because I don't want to know what they would look like 
you know i would they just look uh, like a yeah. real dog and a real duck i yeah no, that, you, con- I, that I, idea freaks I, me out a bit. i i agree with that i agree with you i don't want to see Sora reconnect with any of the characters from the main plot like i want to see them throughout the game like in cutscenes, mm-hmm. but until the ending yeah i think sora should be isolated for this game i think it makes sense it should be something so different yeah, and I think because we, I think we need to see Sora go because Sora's power comes from his friends, and I want to see him not have that and have to find try it within and himself. That. And yeah, find it within himself. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be an interesting arc to see Sora go on because for the most part, Sora's arc—he's not really had an arc. He's always been the central like pillar of light that's there for everyone else. I'd yeah. like to see him go on his own arc where he has to like overcome not having his friends for the first time. I think it's just it him be, alone. Yeah. yeah, I like that I a lot too. And then good. in Kingdom Hearts Five, you can sort of combine that direction with the old direction in 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 sort mm-hmm. of one going forward. Yeah. But like, I'm keen for that. I'm keen mm-hmm. for that because it's sort of because you've brought back all these fucking heroes that you sort of want to see and play as, and there's just such a big roster now. So it's it'd be co- almost cool to just cut them all off. I think the only person I want to see in Quadratum is Riku. Yeah, yeah. That's the only person. Maybe Kyrie comes in at the end right mm-hmm. but i think early in the game or middle of the game riku should be the only one yeah yeah i think so too um do we play as anyone other than sora yes or no maybe i don't know i think it could go either way i think it could be just a sora game or it could there could be some other playable bits like especially with like riku showing up or whatever if he does it'd be kind of cool do, to play as him a little bit i think they'll do a classic opening playing as someone else the same way the opening mm. to Kingdom Hearts 3 really is you're playing as Aqua. Like, that was supposed to be the opening. True, true. The same way you play as Roxas at the start of Kingdom Hearts 2. You play as Aqua at the start of Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, I think there'll be something else. I think it's possible for sure, yeah. Who would be... It? I think it's either Riku or Yuzora. That's my early predictions. I think it's possible. I With Yuzora, I, my like ideal of what I want to see him do is... I think I've talked about this before, but I think this game should really explore him as this mysterious figure. And by the end of the game, we sort of come to know him. Um, And then I would love to see a side game between KH4 and KH5 that lets us really delve into Yazora's backstory from his perspective. Just have a whole Yazora game that fills us all in on his details. We actually get to know him properly and we're like, you know, we we feel like we know this character. And... Partly because I think it would be really cool story-wise, but also Yazora is such a fucking cool character. I feel like just playing as him for a game would be so much fun. I feel like he's just such a cool character that it would be a missed opportunity. And Nomura said, or I don't know if it was Nomura or someone else that works on Kingdom Hearts, said that they sort of had, they were weighing up their options. Like, do we want to do a Verum Rex or do we want to do Kingdom Hearts 4? And they decided to prioritize Kingdom Hearts 4 because it made the most sense for them, which does mean that there's potential for them to come back and do a Verum Rex game with Yazora as the main character at some point. So I think it would make most sense after KH4, but before KH5, if Yazora yeah. ends up being as integral as like they've set him up to be. Yeah, Did what did you uh, think of the artwork Nomura did um, for the 20th oh, anniversary? Yeah. Really, really cool. cool. Yeah, really cool. Really cool. Big fan. Oh. Man, I can't believe we're here. I can't believe this is Kingdom Hearts 4. I know. Like, I made a tweet of, like, I literally waited half my life. I waited 13 years just for the Kingdom Hearts 3 to come out knowing that it's going to come out. And now I've seen Kingdom Hearts 4. That's just... It doesn't feel right. 
It just doesn't feel so, right. It's so crazy that we went from, you know, waiting for KH3 for such a long time to, you know, now it's here, KH is sort of back again. Like, it sort of felt yeah. like when I got into Kingdom Hearts, it wasn't relevant. Like, I got into Kingdom Hearts when it was sort of on a bit of a hiatus. Um, but you knew Kingdom Hearts was like, coming out, like it had been announced. Yeah, like it was... Kingdom I felt Master like you jumped coming, in at the perfect time. I think I did too. I think in terms of like, yeah, to get like quite an amount of enjoyment out of it because I got to binge all of the games, be involved in the hype for KH3 and I didn't have to wait too long. Um, and you had like 2.8 in between years. as well. Yeah, 2.8 in between. And 2.8, yeah, which was really cool. I was playing Dream Drop Distance for the first time and 0.2 and then obviously it was like Union Cross and everything that I got really into um, by the time that all sort of ended. But now yeah. it feels like Kingdom Hearts is really sort of... You know they're doing a lot with it. It feels it's it's exciting to see where they're going with it. And obviously, Cage Four is their big thing. But you got Missing Link, whatever side games they decide to do in the future. Um, and yeah, it's fun. It's it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to the future of Kingdom Hearts for sure. Me too. Me too. Um, and with that, that's all the topics today, James. Um, Wonderful. Yeah, there wasn't really any other than Kingdom Hearts 4 we obviously wanted to talk about and dive into. And I'm sure on the Four Pills podcast, we'll talk a bit about it to George as well, just to get mm-hmm. his input. Um, but that is it, ladies and gentlemen, for this episode of the As Always podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening, so much for watching. If you're here on the Four Pills Network, please be sure to like the podcast and subscribe to the mm-hmm. channel. Doing lots of great stuff um, on the network this year and uh, people really enjoying it, which is great to see. Um, and of course, James, thank you for joining me as always. Yeah, it was good to be here with you. Yeah, I Mate. appreciate it. And yeah, and, and at a time maybe that suits you better, the evening where you live. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And normally this would be fine for me. And for some reason, I just feel very weirdly hungover when I <laughs> haven't had a drink whatsoever. Have you I had a coffee? Oh, yeah, you have. You said you want some. I did. I brought a coffee. That did help. It did help. Yeah. I just sort of felt like really like, oh, I felt very heavy. Felt very heavy mm-hmm. for some reason. And I've, I've, I got a lot of sleep, so I don't know what it is. I don't know what it Maybe is. Maybe you got but anyway. too much sleep. No, I mean, I don't think six hours is too much. No, I'd no, say, it's not. No, right. no, no, I got six hours sleep, which to me yeah. is like, that's a, should be fine. I can function off six. Seven's mm-hmm. the ideal for me. If I get seven, I'm like, that's sweet. Like if I get eight number, though. or any more than eight, it's probably too much. Hmm. I'll probably be tired just from too much sleep. Seven and a half is probably my... Seven to seven and a half is the ballpark of ideal sleep. Hmm. But six is Sounds fine. Right. I can I can function fine off six. That's hmm. no stress. Now, when it's like three, four hours, uh, when we record podcasts late and I still have to get up early, that that's upsetting. <laughs> that's when I'm like, oh, I'm going to really regret this tomorrow. Oh, um, no. But I'll tell you what you won't regret, ladies and gentlemen, heading over to patreon.com forward slash as always. So if you like what you're listening to, seeing here, and you want to hear, see more, head over to patreon.com forward slash as always for just $1 a month. You get exclusive access to the Patreon exclusive podcast, the Clubhouse podcast. It's the best podcast on the internet. We tell stories. You give us stories, advice, all that sort of shit. It's funny Mm -hmm. as fuck. Go check it out. It's awesome. There's like so many episodes you can stream whenever you'd like. Um, So I would go and do that. 
Um, plus other cool p- perks, tiers, rewards. And to thank those people on the $5 tier and above, the credits tier that get read on the end of every podcast, we have Ollie the Spirit, Ollie, Damien the Not So Orange Dome, Ferentino, Flash Paradox, Franco, Jasper Olsen, King Richard III, Albrecht, Ryan Hafer, Viridian, Bullsack 47, Aragon, Kim and Summer Gamer, Cream Pies, hashtag make the nice guys too, please, for the love of fuck Hollywood, Adam Sunling, Alfie Robert, Andy Kill, Big Dick 666999, Ben Higgins is thankful for his stick, Brethren, Benedict Clubbers, BFHC, Biggest Fucking Virgin, Bodge, PQ, Overlord, the Elder, Brian Ford, call me daddy, Christian 0210, Connor DeRose, Bully in the Alley, Dry Man, Gamer 101, Eli, Emil, Catborg, Redito Hacker, Ethan Dean, Fishy, Furious Coco, Jing, Give Me a Penis, Ginko Swag, Grand Theftmas 6, Gwen Hughes, Hookie, Jack DG, 1998, Jaden B, Bennett, Ryan, Jake Ryan, Joe the Founded Scarab, Josh Duvillier, Josh J. Anderson, Josh Ramora, Cassassin, Kid, Ghostly, Liam, Luca, Lucas, R05, Louis de Leon, Lumus Red, Mario 5380, Master Bass, Max H, Muddy Unicorn, Nick Miller, Otica World 7, our best and favorite mod, Brandy, Radok, Ravjai, Seth, Son of a Bitch, OG Dogger, so James hates the Batman too because he kills people, Sparky Barks, The Blue Cow, Tony Walshy, and Zeppo. Thanks as we visit that's what we power this podcast, and we'll see you all next time. Thank you. Goodbye. See you later, everybody.